You're listening to E-Commerce Marketing School, presented by Privy and Printful. A quick shout out to Printful, our sponsor here on the show. Grow your brand and make a lasting impression with Printful. They offer more than 250 high quality products, from apparel and accessories to home and living items and so much more. Connect your store, choose your product, upload your design, and Printful is automatically fulfilling your orders on demand and shipping them to your customers around the world. There are no order minimums, so you won't get stuck with leftover inventory, and you only pay when you make an order. Hey, hey, so today I'm here with Salam Agbador, co-founder of Mad Rabbit. They're the leader in tattoo aftercare. And man, do they do a killer job with brand and content. So Salam and his co-founder Oliver met in college. They're best friends. They've started multiple businesses together. And they always knew, even from college, that they wanted to build a business together. So here we are. Salam, thanks for joining us. Thank you, Ben. I appreciate the time. Yeah, I'm excited to talk marketing today. So let's start with Mad Rabbit. Can you give us a, a backstory on the brand? Yeah. So Mad Rabbit started my... Uh, second semester, senior year of college. So Oliver came in with the idea of Tattoo Aftercare. And this was after we sold our swimsuit company and we were both bored trying to find something to do. And he came to me with the idea of Tattoo Aftercare. And I, I said no and posted him for a week because I was just like, well, what, like, why are we in this industry? Like, what do we have to do here? And I didn't have tattoos at the time. With me and tattoos, my parents, like, being from Africa, like, obviously, like, tattoos are forbidden. You probably, we sh- I shouldn't have tattoos. So I said no. And then end up doing some research into the space and saw that there were other companies in the space, but they weren't doing a good job with marketing, customer service, with their content. And I knew that from our earlier dropshipping businesses, that's something that we that's a skill that we acquired um in the past. And that's a skill that like we learned from and we grew from. So this is definitely something that we could easily undertake. So my first questions were, okay, like if we start this, how are we even gonna cook this? Because I was confused as how we're gonna cook it and what we're gonna put in there. But luckily, his mom had years of, of apothecary experience, so she helped us pick the first seven ingredients, which was very basic. And then we started off by like ordering stuff off of bulk apothecary and, and then I'm on Amazon. And we would skip class about once or twice a week just to like put this stuff in his apartment, like four days worth of class just cooking. But initial marketing start, before we started cooking, we were running online ads and we had a website for about two weeks to test the market to make sure there was a fit for uh, consumers before we end up putting time into creating their products. So we just wanted to make sure that, okay, like we have to make sure people are going to come by before we end up putting time into making the product. So that for about two weeks and every order that we had come through, we end up canceling it before we're ready to officially launch it. So you actually had like a full-fledged Shopify store, but you would just yeah. cancel the orders during that two yeah, weeks? Yeah, we just, we just canceled the orders. <laughs> wow. Legit, I think <laughs> within the first two days, we had the first sale and... They were coming and just like cancel the orders. All from Facebook or Instagram ads? Yeah. So our early campaigns, usually whenever we start a business, what we do to get the customer acquisition and like customers in through the door, we either want to buy one, get one free, or just a straight up 50% off. Just stuff to make people click so we can start building an audience and identifying like who's clicking and who's coming. And then once that starts working, then we start doing low-key offers like 20% off, 10% off. Nice. I love that. And so... What was the the first product that you were cooking up with the apothecary stuff? Yeah, so it was tattoo balm. So we had that product for all of the first year and all of the second year. Um, but that's for people who already have tattoos. 
So it's used to help your tattoos look brighter, last longer, make the ink uh, pop out. So it's cocoa butter, shea butter, couple essential oils, beeswax. Um, so it was seven ingredients. So we had one scent, which is the frankincense vanilla. So that first use was just one scent. Um, and then year three, we all ended up going full-time. So Oliver and I are now full-time. I came on full-time in October of last year, and he was full-time January of this year. So, so far this year, we added two more scents and two more products. Wow. So we added a vanilla coconut scent, a cucumber scent, and the two products we added was a soothing gel, which is for brand new tattoos during that first two weeks with the healing phase. And then also a uh, SPF sunscreen, which is for uh, to help the tattoos protect, nice. protect them from the sun. I love it. And I, I think it's smart, you know, like whenever I'm chatting with someone who's working on the idea, it's, it's really, yes, the product is critically important, but it's less about that, you know, when you're first starting out. It's like, can you actually get traffic you know, which I think is the the hardest part for so many founders out there. So I love that you and Oliver started just by launching the store and just getting traffic there as soon as possible. It sounds like you're a couple of years in now, even though uh, both of you are, are really just full time. How are things going today? Things are going really well. Um, so our first year, obviously, we were half the time where it was in school until graduation and then our full time jobs. So we were occupied and this was a side hustle and we did 400k second year was also strictly like we had full-time jobs and 2.8 so far this year we're at high seven figures and going to cross eight figures before before the year's over so yeah <laughs> 3x this year that's insane in in your third full year that's amazing yeah third full year wow awesome so like this is why i want to bring you on you know i think it's an incredible story Certainly, like in the Twitter sphere, very few are familiar with it. Obviously, you've done incredibly well in the tattoo market. But I want to start with like category creation. You know, you mentioned the words tattoo aftercare. So it sounds like there were some people out there, you know, but the customer service sucked and the product sucked. Like, but was that a term that you guys actually created? No, I think tattoo aftercare was already a term there. The only term that we created was, I would say, soothing gel for our soothing gel product. Nice. Tattoo soothing gel. Yeah. And are people searching for th- for that term now? Yeah. So surprisingly, so we run right now, our bomb is off Amazon. It should be back in the next couple of weeks. But our Amazon team, we were looking and the word tattoo bomb versus the word mad rabbit. So if you go on Amazon, you probably want to type in a generic keyword. Right find a bunch of products, but they were saying that the word mad rabbit was getting higher search traffic than the word tattoo bomb. Wow. Whenever we're off of Amazon, obviously our competitors are just eating up whatever cash our customers give them. And right now, Sally, we're like, we're off of Amazon for the next couple of weeks for a bestseller. But once we're on, yeah, mad, the word mad rabbit drives more traffic than the word tattoo bomb, which is kind of funny. That's incredible. I mean, that speaks to the brand stuff, right? So yeah, let's just before we get into some of the marketing, like on the content side that I, I want to chat through, what are your top channels for revenue? Sounds like Amazon's a big driver. Amazon, no, we never want Amazon to overtake our Shopify. So in terms of monthly revenues, we kind of like hold our Amazon to be about a third of what the Shopify pulls in. Because if Amazon overtakes, then you definitely fuck up with the brand building. I and mean, we don't want that. And then top channels to bring in customers is the basic Facebook, Instagram, Google AdWords. We're playing with YouTube right now um, with different series, uh, email, SMS, and then programmatic ads. 
But with like iOS, iOS 14 messing everything up right now, it's just like we're heavily focused on the Google ads and the programmatic. Nice. And then capturing those and moving them to channels like email and text. Yeah. And honestly, just like the organic, like taxes are so visual, people like looking at them. So the better content, like we've seen days where like if we post really good content on Instagram, like we're going to spike in sales. Nice. So the content on Instagram is also a big driver for organic. Yeah. So, I mean, look, I was spending a bunch of time on the site. I think the thing that's, that really stands out for me is your focus on content. Mm-hmm. And if I were to just like break it down for the audience, I think there's really like three categories of, of stuff um, that I'm seeing. So one is just like on the blog, you're literally answering questions that, you know, people are probably entering into Google about like yep. how to care for their tattoo. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I assume that's bringing people to the site and there's, there's great consistent content there. The second is tattoo care tips. Yep. Right. I saw a lot of those pretty frequent that. And then the third was like, it's almost like you're creating your own mini series of content around this world. So I I found and watched a couple of spill the ink it's called, right? Spilling ink. Spilling ink. Yeah. Yeah. That was amazing. So tell us about maybe your approach to content and why you're investing so heavily and in, in what the series is? Um, so right now, like a lot of companies out there are just like one dimensional. They'll bring customers in through just the product. Whereas we want to be more two dimensional. So right now it's bringing product customers to come buy their product. Also bring customers to come consume content because people talk about both. If you see a, like a movie or a TV show on Netflix, you're going to tell your friends, Hey, have you watched this? Could you go like, go watch and don't get hooked. So that's what we're trying to do with the swimming ink and our blog content series. So like trying to answer questions there, put interesting things out there for people to read. But then with the spilling ink, it's, it's Oliver's like baby. It's his like project. So what we're doing is we're interviewing athletes and they're telling us personal things that they probably want to tell like ESPN or like a big news source about their personal life and about their tattoos. And we've had some great athletes so far and people watch that are getting really engaged. We have some great football players for the upcoming football season. So be on the lookout for that. So I can't wait for that content to be put out. It's going to be really engaging. It's amazing. Yeah. I saw like even the couple that I watched, there was like an Olympian in there, you know, like, so did you take a similar approach or did Oliver on spilling the ink, like in to the approach that you took when you were launching the store and just like wanted to drive traffic there? Like, is there any way to just like dip your toe in content, see if it works? Well, I would think it's, we didn't really dip our toes and it's more so like just go big or go home. That's how I'd explain it. So we line up a bunch of athletes. I think we have about 10 in the pipeline. So with the, I know we have a basketball player that we're releasing in a couple of weeks and after that's going to be football players after like week after week after week. But we just wanted to make sure that once we drop one, we just wanted to have content to come over and over and over again, like weeks after weeks. The reason why, like you see um, Caleb Dressel right now is because the Olympics were just on and we had to take advantage of that press. And as you can see, his videos are performing really well. So we have high hopes that once the football season starts, like those athletes' videos are going to perform really well. Yeah. And so like with the episodes that are out that you've actually published, Mm -hmm. is it the kind of thing where like the athlete is actually posting the video on their social channels too. So you're kind of bringing in some new audience. Yeah. Yeah. So the athletes also post on their social channels too. That's huge. And is Oliver just like cold emailing these people or their agents or something like, Oh no, we have probably the best agents in the world. We get these athletes, like the nego- their negotiations, 
negotiation skills are out of this world. So like they chat with the athletes and they every single time it's like we're able to get whoever we want, when we want and where we want. So they've done a great job so far. So it's not cold emailing, it's actually like conversation one-on-one with the agent of the athlete or the athlete person. It's amazing. And do you have to pay to get them on the show? Uh, yes. Yeah. Cool. So it's like, it's not just traditional influencer marketing. It's like building original content around influencers. Yeah. But the nice thing about it is like these athletes, for example, like you can, an NBA star can have like Visa or MasterCard come to them, but they have no real connection to any of those brands. So of course they would charge like an insanely high price for them to work with. Whereas we're talking about their tattoos, their personal life, things they actually want to share with the public because it makes them more human, makes them more like us. So once they hear that story, they're just like in love right away. Yeah. I thought the few that I watched were like super authentic, Mm -hmm. you know, it was like the the curtains down, so to speak. And they're really just like talking about something they're excited about that they never get to talk about, Correct. you know, so that authenticity really comes through. I, it's the first time I've really seen like an e-commerce brand with an original content series. And I just, you know, it had me really excited just because I think a lot of founders, like you said, it's, you know, you can get quick results on paid, you know, rolling out retention programs on email and text. That's like the next thing to do. And there's tremendous growth there. But I, I think if you want to build a lasting brand, you know, capturing content, capturing searches and and doing original stuff like this, I think that's what it's all about. And, you know, that's the hard work. So it's, it's amazing to see the success there. Yeah, things like this. And one thing I've noticed is like in e-commerce in general, people find out what's working, like who and who that's working and they want to copy it. And that's something we noticed right away from the very beginning, like within the first month, other companies in the space would copy like our ad strategies. And it's just like, you guys need to be more creative. But then I was low-key kind of happy because if they're copying me, that means they're not innovating. And if they're not innovating, you're gonna, I'm going to be always the first one in the lead. So I was fine with them just copying because I knew that we we're always two steps ahead and we can make something new. So like this content series isn't going to be low-hanging fruit for them. And that's how you're going to know the difference between Mad Rabbit and other companies out there in the aftercare space. Amazing. Well, Salam, such a good story. I really appreciate you coming on. So cool to hear seven figures, pushing eight and heavily focused on content. So awesome. Thank you. Thank you, Ben. Cool. Well, everyone else, stay tuned. We've got more great guests coming next time.